Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 for patrons. Jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Can you hear those engines and stuff? There have been like house-shaking noises. That might actually just be... I can't hear the neighbor's landscaper, but I keep thinking because we had that big earthquake the other day. Did we talk about that on the show? Yeah, you had an earthquake underneath your couch, right? Right. My husband thought it was a bomb. And we've both had been through earthquakes before. We both lived in California before. And they usually start slow. The first time I had one, I thought I had just drunk too much coffee because my hands and feet were shaking. And then when the car alarm started going off, I was like, that couldn't be the coffee. Like, even when the pictures on the walls were were uh, shaking, I thought maybe. Now that's definitely a landscaper. But anyway, so now today, like the house was shaking a little bit and it, it was helicopters. And I think it is this, I think it's this fire. They're saying the Bobcat fire is going to be the biggest fire in L.A. history. And I'm telling you, I saw it, saw it over the tree line near my house when it was 500 acres. And I was like, that is close. They're going to make us evacuate. And my husband's like, no, they're not. They're I did see an out. article today on CNN that was about how climate change is going to continue driving people out of California. Wow. Well, there are so many things are driving people out. I'm telling you, the second I got here, it's like mosquitoes, chemtrails. I'm out of here. Maybe I'm that's the new Austin. testing ground for the Bill Gates super mosquitoes. I think so, because the thing is, well, I don't want to get into the mosquitoes, but it's not it's not freaking normal. I mean, it's messed up and it's really heartbreaking and it very, feels very evil to me. And uh, but speaking of the weather, so like you listen to Fox News because I don't really listen. I, that's the closest I can get to. I can't listen to CNN. That goes too far. But so it's just this constant stream of negativity. I mean, it's freaking ridiculous. So here it's all fires. But this fire is national news. This fire, like right out my window, is national news. And then there's a uh, hurricane in hitting Texas, Hurricane Beta. So I heard this on the news twice today of why it's named Hurricane Beta in like really tragic tones. Why? Because they ran out of the regular alphabet. So they had to start on the Greek alphabet. That's what they said twice. Jeff Manasso, I think. Just think about that for a second. They ran out of the alphabet. They're not being very creative with their use of the alphabet <laughs> right. if they ran out of the alphabet. Right. I mean, it's A, B, C. It's, a, it's not like they did A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It's like, it's like Allison, Bobby, Christina. You know what I mean? Every single solitary letter could have literally minimum 1,000 names. You could do 26,000 hurricanes before you even thought about running out. Now, I guess they don't do, go through the alphabet twice. If they have to go through it twice, they just start by using Greek letters instead of names. What is a starting point and an ending point here? When do they I start? I guess they start with every year. Every year, okay. They start. I don't know if they do different ones for the 
the hurricanes in the Atlantic versus the typhoons in the Pacific. I don't know how they do the Pacific ones, but in the Atlantic, they start with A in the beginning of the year. And then I guess if they hit 26, they must just start going alpha, beta, whatever. Just using the Greek letters. That's interesting that we've had that many this year. I wonder what the reporting on all of these hurricanes would be like if there were no COVID, no election coming up, then we would be seeing the same type of reporting we saw the past couple of years where there's guys standing in Miami, reporters pretending to fight against the wind, and then people just walking regularly behind them as though there's that nothing going so on. That was so funny. But they're I not as big of a deal this year because we have be, all the other things. I wouldn't be surprised if we get like a lot of mounting hurricane news as there's a crescendo in this strategy of tension moving towards the election, which is why I think that it's actually possibly true that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was dead already. I think you mentioned that yesterday yeah. and then somebody tweeted at me an article from 2019 where Fox News announced her death. Had you heard about that? No. No, they actually had her picture flash up and said whatever her birth year was to, you know, 1930 to 2019. That's the thing with the release of useful information that can make a huge impact on public on the public. The propaganda literature is all you use that you release that information in a timely fashion to where it's going to have the most impact towards your agenda. And I think that this is a perfect case of that. That's absolutely what I thought about the George Floyd case. And I wonder if Anthony McLean will make uh, a comeback because his story was just not told. The guy who was shot in the back by the Pasadena police, supposedly because he had a gun, which I am not satisfied. But the George Floyd thing and the uh, uh, who was the guy in the Wendy's that both of them had funny, had wrong timestamps on the dash cam or body cam or whatever. I, I'm not saying that, that you can't make mistakes, but that stuff is used as evidence in the court of law. And both of them were wrong and inconsistent. So I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they literally, like almost literally, like they maybe literally for her, put her on actual ice. <laughs> yeah. But I was trying to find pictures of her from 2020 and I, I don't I don't know exactly when the court meets, but I think they were doing some virtual meetings during the calendar year of 2020. It was the October 2019 Supreme Court year. I saw her in a picture with Brett Kavanaugh and his kind of like first day on the job, but that was 2018. So I don't know if there are any pictures of her actually from 2020. I would be interested to see. And you're right. If it's going to be through virtual as well, then you can start to question authenticity of photos Deep fakes are already emerging. I bet it's made a lot easier, deep fakes, when things are done virtual. Absolutely, which is why they used to have real protocols of having to do things in person and face-to-face -face and, and all that. So the virtual court, we can see right now, that just laid bare. What if they did not like the direction she was headed in? Or if not her, probably. But what if you just, you could easily deep face it. It's just like that Star Trek where they have the the earthling who becomes like the Hitler, but then he just wanted fascism, like in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> and they Hitlerized him, but they had to put him like on drugs and all. He was just a deep fake. And yeah. you could have that. That's why it's important to be in the same room as someone. And now we are no longer allowed to have that expectation. Right. But I do want to talk about that Supreme Court pick. 
Speaking of timeliness, before we get to that, a quick story. The Breonna Taylor case, the Louisville police chief declared a state of emergency for the department ahead of the Breonna Taylor, the announcement of, I guess, whether they're going to bring charges. And the police said that the department has canceled all off day and vacation requests until further notice. And they said that barriers are going to be staged around downtown Louisville in preparation for the announcement. And no timetable has been provided, though. So they're setting up a Ferguson-like atmosphere, a staging, getting ready for this event, which in kind of a way is manifesting reality. You hear stories like this. You see the stuff being set up downtown. It's inviting people is what that's doing. This is being set up for a chaos event that folds into a couple of other cop stories i saw one of which and i totally want to talk about that chaos thing more as it evolves we're having a conversation with isaac weishaupt which hopefully we'll post on friday he's the guy who's going to tell us about occultism and black magic and all that and i want to talk to him he had i've been listening to some old stuff of his and he was talking about from years ago how they're setting us up to think that a police state might be necessary in an increasingly anarchic environment very interesting stuff that he was saying years ago in just little psyops and now this so i'm dying to hear what he says about that and it made it and that also dovetailed with a story i read this morning about Alyssa milano who is vocal in her calls to defund the police calling the police in i think it was called like bell canyon uh near la that so you so she called the police and it ended up being and this in itself in anywhere near la or texas for that matter will they'll kill you to do for doing something like this it was apparently a teen with an air gun shooting at squirrels. Now, I could totally see that happening in a lot of places in Georgia. But I'm just saying, living in both places, that happening in L.A. is unlikely. And in Texas, the reason I brought up Texas is if you did that on somebody else's property, you brought a gun and started shooting things on somebody else's property, they would probably just shoot you and then call the police. So I'm not saying probably, but possibly. Anyway, the story seems silly and it folds into, you want to defund the police? Oh yeah, well wait till some kid shoots a squirrel in your yard, tough girl. What's up, guys? With such uncertainty in the world right now, the best way to have true security is by growing your own food. And Neighbors Feed and Seed in Smyrna, Georgia, they got you covered. They offer garden supplies, vegetable plants, chicken feed, bird feed, farm supply, everything your garden or farm needs. They even host a farmer's market on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And right now, for Propaganda Report listeners only, they're offering 10% off of all online purchases at NeighborsFeedandSeed.com. Just type in coupon code PROP, P-R-O-P, all caps, upon checkout. And if you have any questions, give them a call at 678 653-8838. Yeah, they join these defund the police movements and use these slogans all the time. They don't mean it. People like Alyssa Milano, they don't mean it. They're going to call the police when they sense the slightest bit threatened, just like any other celebrity is going to, but it serves their social justice image to pretend otherwise. And not to mention, of all people who don't actually need that, I've been talking about from the beginning, from healthcare, education to policing, there will be, or what we're headed to, these calls are for a third worlding. If you've ever spent any time in Peru, and I've been there a few times, in Lima, Peru, 
People, it is gated communities, it is private security, it is private health care, even though there is, quote, universal health care. The education system is just for the, I don't know if it's natives or what, what separates the classes there. But there is such an unbelievable class distinction. And I'm not saying the rich people are super rich, like by American standards, but they have what middle class and upper middle class people here and that's have here and that i mean they they protect that stuff with walls so she is not going to need to call the municipal cops once to get rid of the municipal cops she is just going to have her gated community which she probably lives in anyway and and those cops and that that's why this is all just a psyop and it's and it's sinister i don't know what the hell her problem is yeah she's got private security I would think so. Well, she does. I mean, There's been video yeah, of her at these protest not? events with private, armed oh. private security, which yeah, is fine. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Is though there's who are they? Who are they disarming? They're just taking the little lady who lit. Well, Harlem's probably gentrified by now, but back in the day, the people it w- it would be very hard to live in those in those neighborhoods without being able to defend yourself. So they take their guns away. Now they're going to take their cops away. They they have all of that. It's really mind boggling. So do you want to hear about this latest on the Amy Coney Barrett thing? Yeah, you were dead on with that. CNN has her as the headline story right now. Yeah, so she, so for her, the thing was, I I said, well, she'll never get confirmed because she's clearly very uh, pro-life and she feels like unsettled law, that nothing is really settled law if it's wrong and that the Constitution should have its original meaning and all of that. So she would be someone who, if Roe versus Wade were again to pop up, she would vote against it. I, I think abortion is like the is one of the cornerstones of the new world. They're they're the new world order, whatever. They're never giving that up. They need population control. They love death. There's no chance. So and the Constitution, everything is completely overturned at this point, or is on the, we are undergoing a regime change coup, whatever. I'm not thinking that that is ever going to happen, but it gives Trump some credibility with that crowd who thinks that he's there to, for moral reasons. So funny, like his morality, he's never been a, a paragon of morality. Anyway, but what'll happen with this chick is, she probably does. She. It's possible she doesn't even know she's she's being used like this. But what will actually happen is that it'll be really divisive. It'll be really drawn out. It'll. They can actually start the process, and still it'll drag on into whatever the succession uncertainty between election and inauguration day. All that stuff. It can give them a lot of fodder. And then there's also the suggestion by Chuck Schumer and a lot of a lot of other people that there's that there's no anything goes kind of thing. And here's the problem is that if you if you look at it as as anything that if you don't get your way you're going to bypass the system. They want to stack the court. They want to put term limits. They want to get rid of the filibuster. And they may get all of those things. Again, like I said, they've completely regime changed us, whatever. But but what are they... So what would they replace it with? They're saying this system doesn't work because they're not getting their way. So are they suggesting 
a monarchy? Are they suggesting a totalitarian dictatorship? Because if they're not okay with a, a kind of checks and balances, democratic republic, whatever it is that I'm not saying I'm okay with it, but what, what do they want? They don't want what I want, which is individual uh, liberty and personal responsibility on all issues at all times. That's what I want. What they want is going to have to be at the point of a gun. And, and that is, if I'm talking about those people, redistribution of wealth, that that betrays what the very essence of the state is, which I kind of had that insight from reading Against the Grain, which is all slates are slave slates. All states are slave states. So what they, when they say we can't have this system, we need to redo our system, they're saying we need more force because our system actually is set up to allow for differences in fundamental beliefs, ideologies, because we have the 50 states. You could, as long as you uh, adhere to the 10th Amendment, you could pretty much do whatever you want, but they don't want that. They want to force others. And that just betrays that government is a monopoly on violence. Why? Because taxation is slavery. The Great Reset, very, very evident that what they're talking about is wealth redistribution around the world. That's what they call it, but it is actually, it is slavery. It's stealing the product of your labor at the point of a gun. So yeah. they want to call it wealth redistribution. And and I think I really cracked the code on this. What the me, true meaning of the movie Wally is that it's not real. And you can just see it with the tax structure. Rich people do not pay income taxes. They don't pay them because they don't. I mean, let's define rich as meaning idle rich, the idle rich. They don't actually have to earn income to live. So they don't have to pay income taxes. Income taxes, the concept itself is regressive when you're talking about the very rich. So they just take the money from the middle and they give it to the bottom so that the bottom, they they don't, they could even kill the bottom, but they don't. They want to keep the bottom there to suck the wealth out of the middle, lest the middle have the time and money and energy to take back some semblance of self-governance, take back to establish some semblance of self-governance. And, they, and they're not. So it's a redistribution of wealth from the middle to the bottom to keep them out of the way. And I think that was an original insight of mine. Yeah. And the people that are alluding to this redistribution of wealth at the Great Reset, they are the most powerful people in the world. They're the heads of BP. They're the CEOs of the biggest corporations. They're people who are in all of these think tanks. And they even talk about how in 2021, they're going to convene in person for the 2021 Davos and all of these world leaders. And what did he call them? They talked about deploying their Davos influencers. They, he gave a number like 1,200 Davos influencers they have wow, around the world really? talking about deploying them to spread these messages around the planet. I'm going to play clips for this. Wow. And next week's, not next Rock week's. Rockfin video? Yeah. Because, it, oh, wow. Because, because I remember from Event 201, they said we'll get these guys, these rich guys on the phone with their presidents telling them what to do. It was clear that the elected guy was going to take orders or suggest from the rich guys that's what they were in that's what they said and i didn't i didn't like think of there being more to that more evidence behind that yeah it was what's his name wow. with the super evil voice klaus schwab that's the one you ready for some shout outs from our great patron saints so everyone love it is so weird with these mugs too bad i'm out of them this is the last the last living of the first batch of mugs it's a good mug but i keep getting 
many, many thanks because we're all so cheered up and we see, we, I see in the morning and I think of our Propaganda Report community. So I've gotten a lot of very generous shout outs to us and to other people. Everybody seems, a lot of people use this for the good of others. So let me just say, Leah shouts out, big shout out to Monica and Binkley for sending these sweet ass mugs. Love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Is that Leah who made my face mask? Yes, that plague of the, out of a gourd. I mean, it just works on so many levels. I'll show it to everybody. <laughs> I yeah, I, it. I yeah, it's I love it. I want one. And then uh, Daniel says, I'd like to sort out, to shout out is what he meant, I think. The fine men and women of the Propaganda Report community, y'all are amazing. And then Kevin yep. wants to shout out Shooting the Shisa podcast. Keep up the good work. Love it. I think all that's right. us or them and them. I don't know. And John Jasper always has his head on straight and his heart in the right place. He wants, so I think this is going to be worth pursuing. Perhaps you can put it in the show notes. Right. I want to shout out Celine Millen, Australian hero and champion for freedom. This recording of his police interview says it all. I'm going to send this to you right. Celine Milliam? S-O, I'm going to send it to you. It's S-O-L-I-H-I-N-M-I-L-L-I-N. And if you could put that in the show notes, I think that our friend JJ from the UK would be very grateful. Fantastic. So, I oh, there were actually quite a few other stories. Should we talk about the the CDC <laughs> that weird back and forth with the CDC? You tell me. What you think I'll tell you what I think? You mean where they announced on Friday where the virus is airborne, leading people to believe it's perhaps more airborne than it really might otherwise be. And then they retracted that on Monday, changing the language again, just causing more confusion. And they said the statement was that somebody just accidentally pressed the button when they weren't supposed to. We weren't really meaning to make that update yet. Haven't we heard this before? Hasn't this same story played out multiple times since the beginning of this with the CDC? I've heard that story before. I mean, didn't we have missiles from Korea Heading to Hawaii like twice. Oops, yeah, somebody accidentally. <laughs> By accident, yeah. it was ridiculous. But the CDC thing, clearly, it seemed very obvious to me that that's all trying to look like it's a staged event to make it look like uh, if you just peek behind the curtain, obviously Trump is pulling strings and told them to pull this information back. But I went to the original documentation on the subject or at least yeah 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 it was like i clicked through all the links in the cnn article that i read yesterday and it said according to a cdc report and then another thing was like a bunch of scientists have begged the government to or who or whatever to look into the aerosol transmission of this stuff so I clicked through on everything. Uh, maybe scientists signed a letter, but there was, it keeps saying like, there's more and more evidence. All it came down to was at a choir somewhere. People seem to have gotten it from someone else who was there, but there's no, no, it could have been a tiny town where everyone in the choir was also went to Waffle House or something. You know what I mean? It's just, it, there was no meat on those bones. And then I just want to say, like, can't you, I, this is when I like to plug in 
my common sense, which is if you can, they're, they're just like a freaking pie in the sky where, where, how far it might stay in the air longer, whatever. I would say a great baseline is if you can smell someone's breath, then what is coming out of their face holes is going into your face holes. <laughs> and that's like a good, I think that's a great rule of thumb to start with. And then we can go from there. But I think they're going to have to give me evidence that makes me extend the kind of perimeter of fear of other humans. I'm yeah. I'm afraid of smelly breath. And I think that's a healthy fear that maybe keeps us all from, you know. This story, along with pointing air. to that political pressure that Trump is pressuring them to change it, it's causing them to go back and forth with it. Also amps up the confusion, keeps people wondering whether they're supposed to do this or whether they're supposed to do that. And the article that I read presumes that the Friday publishing was accurate, and it talks about how the the post on Friday was accurately talking about how it could spread further than six feet and how even when people just breathe, it seems to imply that you just shouldn't breathe at all or be around people who are breathing or you'll catch coronavirus. And then it says, but despite all of this evidence of that, the CDC came out and retracted that, just causing mass confusion, causing mass divide, giving both sides a handle to grab onto. By the way, did they ever say that it was not transmitted aerosolized? Why on earth would they, would, would the mask thing, the guy who runs it last week, everybody was tweeting around him saying that you should wear masks. He said a mask would be more effective than a vaccine, right? Yeah. That was the meme from last week. Yeah. So, and was he also saying, but it can't be transmitted aerosoly? Like, it's just so stupid. The thing on Friday that they retracted was the thing that was, was, was redundant from everything else they say. From the every from all of the pol- the assumption on the base of the policy. It's driving me crazy. It's like they get up every morning and they say, how can we fuck with them today? I th- no, I don't think it's every morning. I think it's like two years in advance. Yeah, I know, but you know what yeah. I mean. They have a yes. they have a yes, I think Rolodex they have a hat. of things they're yes, gonna pull out, right. and they just say, "Let's pick one today," right. and they throw it out there, and just they have a hat, and like whoever's turn it is picks like a piece of paper out of the hat, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, we get to retract something and blame it on right. Trump." <laughs> it's like it's like divide and conquer bingo, and they have just a bunch of different issues they can divide the public yes, over, and they decide which one I to agree. pull the trigger on on that particular they, week or day. They could actually, I mean, I could envision building a very very simple computer model. Where if depending on what memes are arising, yeah. like if these, if, if like a Chinese menu, like if, if something from A, B, and C all happen, then go to menu D and that it would just work like that. Cause there's just so much. Then there's the, the, there's the idea in the next story that I have about promoting China prejudice against Chinese. Have you heard about the cop in New York? I have not, but tell me about it right after this. Are you ready to try CBD products and see why so many people swear by everything from CBD oil to body lotion to muscle rub? TrueHempscience.com is at the ready with the highest quality products they developed over decades in the business and a lifelong pursuit of nutrition, health, and spiritual well-being. They are eager to introduce you to the CBD experience and so confident in their products, they offer a 30-day money-back guarantee and a special offer for Propaganda Report listeners. To learn more about their company, their passion, and their products, go to truehempscience.com slash propreport. There was a cop in New York accused of, even arrested for, spying for the Chinese. 
so I thought every time I hear these stories, I don't think the guy's Chinese. Like it would be kind of stupid to use Chinese people. Every time you hear there's a Russian spy, you don't expect it to be a Russian guy. And a lot of the professors, like the, the Harvard professor said, was not a Chinese guy. This guy looks Chinese, but he's Tibetan. Tibetan, which is like they they feel oppressed by the Chinese. And I have to support them in that because you have the right to to your own governance, even down to the individual. And Tibet as a whole country says they don't want to be ruled by the Chinese, but I guess he's a traitor to the Tibetans because he's supposedly infiltrating Tibetan communities in New York to recruit Tibetan intelligence to get people to rat on Tibetans for saying bad stuff about China or working against China. And China is saying even the very Wow, and this, this is an easy arrest, time to do that. Because they're stoking the, all the do, fear to get people to say bad stuff about China. The timing right now. Oh, that's a good point. They could feel safe doing that. And then he would end up turning you in. Yeah. A thousand flower style or whatever. Yeah. So there, it's just, it's just fomenting to me this prejudice kind of wartime hysteria. But like, just because it feels like what they do during a war, it could be just like this pandemic is a substitute for war in many ways. This, this kind of hatred and scapegoating and all that kind of stuff can still be part of the PSYOP. It's real and it causes real damage, damage. But what I thought was really funny about it was the guy's name. His name is Ang Wang or Ang Wang, A-N-G-W-A-N-G. And I believe that was the incorrect name that everyone in Arrested Development called the adopted boy from Korea. They, oh, yeah. The mother adopted. Ang Wang. Yeah. Ang Wang. What, and what did the talk, name mean? Had a... So to him, it meant hello. Okay. So you would say, he, you would walk in and he'd go Ang Wang and they would just call him Ang Wang. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so it actually meant hello supposedly in Korean, but then in the end, they finally like taught him English or whatever and they could ask him, what is your name? Like in Korean, what is your actual name? And his name was Hello. His name was actually Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's so arrested development. That show just just tickled my fancy. Yeah, it was really good in the beginning. The end, not quite, not not as the much. The first but. two seasons were great, and the last season was not good. And I I never know if they know they're getting canceled, and that's why they they just fire all their guns at once for all the dumb politics and everything or if they get canceled because they because every show seems to drag you in by being good and then just mess you up by by drowning out all the goodness with dumb politics and then you stick around for a while hoping it's going to get back to what it was in the new seasons and sometimes it shows a little bit of glimpse of that but then Oftentimes, it kind of fades out. The only show that ever really came back like that, I think, was The Simpsons. They started doing Futurama, which I loved, and it took away from The Simpsons, so they stopped doing Futurama and went back to The Simpsons, then it got good again. Family Guy was canceled and then came back, but it was not good after that. And the first one, Stewie was a Nazi, which was funny, because <laughs> if you have a baby and he pees in your face and he pulls your hair and he bites you, you think he, you know, you like, you're like, oh, he's so cute. But really, in his mind, he's a Nazi. He hates you. He's trying to hurt you. That's what it feels like. 
So it was very clever, but then he just turned out to be a pervert. But I feel like we're digressing a little bit. However, I did want to hear about your experience on a set recently. I will tell you about that in the Patron 15, as well as Dr. Fauci's appearance. Oh, we're out of time. I didn't realize that. I didn't do my <laughs> clock right today. Normally Dr. Fauci's to appearance attention. on the social, not the social, the uh, Daily Show. And perhaps we'll talk about the very predictable Emmy winner, the big, big winner last night at the Emmys. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com, your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we post every time we post a DMB, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and become a patron. It's Share the Show Tuesday, so share the show with a friend, one friend at least many friends if you prefer and we will talk to you guys on the page 15 or tomorrow have a fantastic rest of your day